When Catherine Mullins was in the studio singing that song, I thought, wow, that's just such great and simple theology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes we've got to look at the simplicity of the gospel and say, my sins have been washed away. I'm forgiven. Mm. It's not complicated. She, when she talks about the power in the cross, man. It's Victory 91.5. It's Rise and Stein. I, I, I don't want to use the words freshly affected because we use it every day and it can, <laughs> it can become cliche, but just the last 48 hours, I have been freshly affected by mm-hmm. God's mercy mm-hmm. and grace on me. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Mm. 13. I should be a bar mitzvah again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a party in Israel this year. Ray Haynes, is, it is going to be a party in Israel with 92 of our closest friends. Uh, and, and what's really cool, some of them are our closest friends. Yeah. <laughs> they actually are. Uh, we call our uncle's friends and say, hey, hey, we got a young man that needs bar mitzvahs while we're there. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, he's how old? <laughs> um, Ray Haynes is in teaching on Rosh Hashanah. It is the year 5780. Uh, which starts at sundown on Sunday. Yes. So please continue. We're we're out of the Hebrew letter phase and into what does this all mean phase? Yeah, this is, <laughs> it seems like we've been in the prophetic phase, but we're not going to step into the prophetic phase, right? Because we're going to dig into the word. So God is very covert in the sense where the language, the letters and everything, but he's also very overt, right? So the first use of that that word that letter pay p pay p e y in the torah is genesis 4:11 remember it's first used in the word's first word but it's invisible this is its first visible use now you are cursed because of the ground which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand so cain and abel so interestingly enough uh, it's also the birthday of cain and abel today too or on sunday so the first use of mouth or pay isn't even about our mouth the second use, Genesis 8:11, the dove came back to him at evening and beheld in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the, Noah, no, knew, oh gosh, Noah knew that the waters were abated from the earth. <laughs> That's harder to say than you think. So the first two uses of mouth still isn't us. It doesn't actually come into the use of our mouth until all the way into Exodus with Moses. So when you think about this word, it's a huge, huge concept. The ground was cursed at Adam and Eve's sin, right? Adam mm-hmm. said, uh, then, he, then to Adam he said, because you've heeded the voice of your wife and you've eaten from the tree which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat of it, cursed is the ground for your sake. So in Genesis 4, Cain is cursed because of that cursed ground that opened its mouth to receive Abel's blood from Cain's hand. Mm-hmm. That's how the curse worked. So the first use of mouth or pay in the Torah deals with murder and curses, and the mouth that is used is death in the grave. Happy Friday. <laughs> the second... My mind is already getting blown, <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah. What's coming. Huh? Yeah. What's coming. Yep. The second use of pay occurs when God destroys the earth with a flood, and the mouth that is used is a dove who brings evidence of their salvation. So it's interesting because when I first looked at this months ago, I was going, oh, it's going to be a bad year. (laughs) But then as I looked at it, I went, oh, wait, it's all about redemption. It's all about redemption. Mm -hmm. The word for Passover, you asked about Passover a second ago, is Pesach. Pesach literally means (laughs) pay, sock, the mouth, pay, talks or speak is sock. So Passover is all about the mouth. 
the entire meal, which is eating, of course, is all about talking about the wonders and miracles of God. It's about making distinctions between light and darkness, good and evil, blessing and cursing, slavery and freedom, what is holy and unholy. Now, let's just step into the New Testament. The first use of mouth, now the word is stoma in this case. It's Matthew 4, 4. He said, it's written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Is Isaiah 55, 11, So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. So, prophetically speaking here, agreeing with God brings life mm. all the time. Amen. This is how he said, The word that goes out from my mouth will not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose. So again, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So this is a year to definitely dig in the word of God, but also to uh, to consider the power of words. Interestingly enough, the final New Testament use of the word mouth, stoma, in Revelation 19.21, the rest were killed with the sword of him who sat on the horse, the sword which came out of his mouth. Mm. All the birds were filled with their flesh. Now, I found one of the more interesting parts of this whole deal on the Gregorian calendar. We're also preparing to step into a new year. It's the year 2020. 2020 is perfect vision. That's ironic because we're leaving the 70s, 57, 70 to 79, the season of Ayan in Hebrew, which had to do with the eye or vision and how we both see physically and prophetically. So the question you have to answer this year is we in America and around the world go to 2020, which should be our perfect sight, is how do you see? One of the first things God asked Jeremiah when he commissioned him as a prophet was, what do you see, Jeremiah? Mm. He saw a branch of an olive tree. The Lord said to me, You've seen correctly, for I'm watching to see that my word is fulfilled. Mm. God is watching you to see that his word is fulfilled. This year is about the mouth, including the word of the Lord, how we see it and hear it. Do we have 2020 vision? Have we learned to see rightly, prophetically, not judgmentally or rashly? Speech has tremendous power. A king rules with his words. An ordinary person also has great power in his mouth. The words of praise, we can raise a person to great heights. And with a bit of gossip, we can destroy a person's reputation. Mm. So let's jump on a few scriptures. The word is very near you, in your mouth and in your heart, so that you may do it. See, I've set before you today life and good, death and evil, and that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and keep his commandments. That's crucial. A man's stomach... This is Proverbs 18. Shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it, the tongue, will eat its fruit. So it's a very important year to consider what comes out of your mouth. Including what we do. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. I expect great things this year. Set a guard over my mouth, Psalm 141. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not let my heart be drawn to what is evil so that I take part in wicked deeds. Let a righteous man strike me. That is a kindness. Let him rebuke me. That is oil on my head. Wow. You know, we're asking this year, you should ask. God, set a guard over my mouth. Keep watch. Keep watch. You notice watchmen are those who pray, right? 
Open your mouth for the speechless and the cause of all who are appointed to die. I really think that's significant in the realm of abortion. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Proverbs 31. I would just say don't add to the word. You know, borders and all the arguments in our nation, borders are not unrighteous. We have to plead the cause. We have to follow through with what the word says, not what ends in our hearts. And we have to be very careful in our in America as, as, as Christians to judge righteously, not mm-hmm. just to be overly not like compassion or whatever, all the things we have to judge righteously and make sure what comes out of our mouth is very important because God has established all these things, nations and lands and all these things. So I think it's important for us as Christians to be more mindful on that one. The word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That's the message concerning faith that we proclaim. This is the rest of the verse. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved for it's with your heart that you believe and are justified. It's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Do you realize how important the mouth is yet? The spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. Send me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives. The opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called, that's mouth, trees of righteousness, Mm -hmm. the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. I have created the spoiler to destroy. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 54. So, it's digging in some scriptures. These are some of the ones that just stood out to me in the area of uh, this year, 5780, Pay Mouth. And uh, all of those will po- post up all the notes and blogs and podcasts and all that so you can have it. But uh, some things to pray about. Wow. That is uh, so much and so powerful. And you just think about the power of the words. Mm-hmm. So did you say, and if I'm not correct, correct me, uh, the year 5780 is all about redemption? Yes. Remarkably so. You know, we talked about when the language God used for pay, but this is the over right in front of your scriptures when it really comes down to it, this unity, this this coming together agreements, and that's that's to be a lot of it. So all of those things... You know, what you're going to be amazed by is when you have agreement in something, it really does bring redemption. How did you get saved 13 years ago? You agreed with God. Mm. And it brought redemption, it brought salvation. And so uh, it's just more than our brains could actually take in. Uh, so much so, we have to take a break. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> Atlanta listens to the sound.